Today we're going to talk about parenting. Now we've, we've talked about parenting many times before, but we're going to present uh, a, another idea, a new idea mm -hmm. um, that's presented in Attitude Magazine. It's a, right. it's a magazine specific, you know, sort of designed for parents of children with ADD or mm -hmm. ADHD. Right. Um, and we're, we're going to talk about how to change some of those behaviors right. without losing your cool, without getting really frustrated, mm -hmm. because we know that Sometimes when we're parenting, we get really frustrated. Right. Um, and as soon as we start getting frustrated, the kids start getting frustrated and then everything starts yeah. to escalate. And so right. we have to keep our cool so that we can parent without, um, right. without things escalating like that. Right. While this article is essentially devoted to parenting, it apply, I think as, as I read it, I said, wow, these things apply to um, uh, couples. Yeah. Okay, it would be, you could use the same principles when you're discussing things with a partner, with your spouse. Mm -hmm. um, of work, uh, yeah. work relationships. So the the ideas that we're going to talk about in this podcast uh, apply not just to parenting, but to all kinds of social relationships. Absolutely. Okay? And the appeal of this article for us, there's, there, there are actually two. One of them is, is that this article really stresses the importance of having a fundamentally strong and respectful relationship with your child right. okay if you have a good solid relationship based on mutual respect all of these things are much easier right. okay that that's one thing and we talk about relationships a lot in our books is that it begins with relationships right and and, and <clears throat> well the caveat here at the very beginning is that when it comes to respect is that mm -hmm. we don't mix respect with compliance right. you know a lot of times parents will say well he's disrespectful because i tell him to do something and he's mm -hmm. not doing it right compliance and respect are two different things um mm -hmm. and so let's not um, get bogged down with that perspective because we know mm -hmm. that kids especially kids with adhd have a difficult time right. you know following through with things and, and following multi-step um mm -hmm. directions and you know being generally compliant anyways right. Right. and so because they're non-compliant or because they're not immediately doing what we ask them to do or because it takes five reminders for them to do mm -hmm. what we ask them to do, mm -hmm. that's not being disrespectful. So just that, wanted to throw that little... No, um, you're absolutely right. It's, it's really a key there. point because very often we hear, well, if, 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 my, if my daughter respected me, she would do it. Right. Don't mix respect right. with compliance. Yeah. Uh, two, because what you're doing is you're attributing a motive to her right. that she may not have. Right. This may not be about respect. I'm sure most kids probably respect their parents, mm -hmm. okay? at, least, at least in the beginning, yeah. unless parents do some serious damage, most kids automatically respect their parents. Mm -hmm. And so... I think it's a crucial point. Don't confuse those two things. Right. This isn't about respect. Right. Um, so you have to, first of all, have to have a, um, a relationship, a, a strong bond uh, with the child. Yeah. The second thing that you want to avoid is escalating right. the problem. Okay. And many parents almost can't avoid escalation. And what we mean by that, we see kids who do have explosive outbursts, mm -hmm. who do have dangerous or destructive explosive outbursts. And one of the things we talk to parents about is you have to learn how to de-escalate your right. child. Absolutely. You, you can't. And what many parents do is they keep throwing gasoline on mm -hmm. the fire. You know, they, they keep threatening and they keep screaming and they keep yelling. And all that does is that it escalates mm -hmm. the child. Right. And what you want to do as a parent is you're the, you're the adult in the room right. and your goal, your role 
in all of this is to de-escalate, to bring your child to calm. There's a wonderful book called Getting to Calm, C-A-L-M. Um, and it's written about, the whole book is written about this, is that yeah. you gotta get back to calm, okay? Absolutely. You can't do this by screaming and yelling. We know every parent, every spouse, every boss knows that screaming and threatening and mm -hmm. yelling and doesn't work. It's right. it, That's not how you change behavior, okay? Right. We, we already know that, okay? Yeah. I know all of us resort to it on occasion, but we know it doesn't work. Right. So what this article tells us, here's some other ways that you can manage these kinds of situations. This particular article um, focuses on stopping a behavior. How, how, do you, how do I get my child to stop immediately? Okay. Right. That, that's what this focuses on. Um, and we're gonna talk about these eight steps mm -hmm. within that context, but it can apply to all kinds of behaviors. Absolutely, <clears throat> and, and it is a very <clears throat> challenging thing, again, especially with kids with ADHD, but all kids. Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting them to stop a behavior um, is really challenging, and we're going right. to kind of we're going to go through these different mm -hmm. steps, and um, there may be some other things that we would add, um, right? Even add to this eight uh, list of eight things. That's right. So, um, and what are the things? Yeah. You know, what what are the things when we say we want to stop immediately? Um, things like when they don't do what you ask them to do, right. ignoring your, you know, honey, it's time to turn off your video game. It's right. time to take a shower. It's time to go to bed. Right. It's time to do your chores. Anytime you give instructions that you want your children to follow immediately, mm -hmm. okay, that's number one. Number two, whining and crying. When right. kids, you know, you're in a store or you're at home mm -hmm. and they're whining and crying and, Something you know, want them to stop immediately. Just stop, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, also begging, you know, a lot of kids will, right. will keep after you. Uh, parents will come in and they'll say, I have, to, I have to run in the bedroom and lock my door, mm -hmm. you know, and my child will stand screaming on the other side of the door, kicking the door, banging against the door, begging and pleading and insisting that I do something. Um, throwing things, yeah. little kids who throw things in anger or any type of, or any type of aggressive behavior. Right. So these are the kinds of things that parents would like to have ways of stopping quickly uh -huh. or stopping immediately. Um, we know, like we said before, that screaming or yelling or mm -hmm. threatening isn't going to work. Most of us have tried that. And we it know it doesn't work. Things. Right, it just makes it worse, okay. Right. And so, um, and we don't want an adversarial relationship with our child. We don't, wanna, we don't wanna intimidate the child into right. stopping, okay, because that has other complications that you're gonna have to deal with another time. So how can you get these kinds of things to stop immediately. Right. Okay. So the first thing, uh, number one on the list, is trying to keep it friendly. Keep it friendly. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A low, calm voice. Okay. Um, if you are calm, I say frequently say to parents, you want to bring the child where you are. Mm -hmm. If you're at calm, you want to bring the child to where you are. Right. Not let the child bring you to where the child is. Right. The child is already elevated, aroused. Uh, the behavior's already escalated. You don't want to go there. You want to bring the child to where you are. Mm -hmm. and the easiest way to do that is use a, use a soft, calm voice, okay? Because what that does is that attracts the child mm -hmm. to you. It, right. it, it allows the child to match you. Right. Okay? If you're screaming, I can tell you what your, your yeah, child is going to do. Absolutely. going to scream back. If you're calm, your child is more likely to be calm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that kind of leads us a little bit into the, to the next one, right. which is you know, finding something to praise, finding something <laughs> good that they're doing, something that you like that they're doing, but find something, um, some kind of positivity to shift the, 
really just to shift the attention. I remember when we wrote our book, remember the story you wrote about the kid who spilled something yeah, on the carpet? Yeah. And you, you told the parent, and that was an actual family. That, that was, saw, right. right? Five and this to kid, one rule. Right, and this kid spilled something on the carpet, and you pointed out to the parents, well, he did this, and he did this, and he did this. And right. you kept this long list of, look at all the things he did right. Right. Okay? But you focus did, on the spill. He did one thing wrong, which was to take his drink right. into the living room, which mm -hmm. is where he wasn't supposed to take it. But he did right. so many right things right. before and after that, right. that it's, mm -hmm. you know, we, we lose sight of those things. And mm -hmm. if, but if we attend to those, it's a little bit easier to, to shift and, and address the negative behavior without right. it being the, the sole focus of everything. Right. If you, you said that one and two were related. If you're speaking in a calm voice and suddenly the child comes to you, begins right. to move in your direction, so then, then there's something positive, right. okay? Because they are now gaining some emotional regulation. Right. That's huge, that's yeah. a huge thing. They might still be upset, they might still be a little more escalated than you are, but they're moving in your direction and that's something you can praise, yeah. okay? And, and of course that goes right into three. Number three. Get closer. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, uh, that approximation, we, we, we and we're talking about schools. Right. We talk mm -hmm. about proximity. Right. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, now um, I remember when when I was in school, especially elementary school, I can remember mm -hmm. back, you know, the teacher almost always stayed in the front of the classroom right. and, mm -hmm. and would talk to us. Um, mm -hmm. Now teachers are taught very early on to to walk mm -hmm. through the classroom and, mm -hmm. and use proximity as a way to manage behaviors. Right. And mm -hmm. so if your, your kid is doing something that you don't want them to be doing, mm -hmm. just going standing close to them. Right. Is going mm -hmm. to help cue that, man, mom's standing change. right here on me. I better, something's wrong. Something's you know, got to change. We talked in an earlier podcast about the prompt. Right. Okay. Uh, manage your prompts. And you're a power, a parent is a powerful prompt. Right. Okay. But again, um, think of it with adults, you know, that you're screaming at your partner. Frequently, you start screaming at each other at a distance, mm -hmm. you know, by moving yeah. closer together, um, you can close some of that distance, but it's especially powerful with children. Um, and we teach teachers this all the time, that if two kids are talking to each other mm -hmm. uh, across an aisle, for example, mm -hmm. or across a table, uh, the teacher can stand in front of the room and give a verbal reprimand and embarrass the kids. Mm -hmm. Or the teacher can move to that table and stand there and the kids will probably stop talking right. because you're put on alert. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. So the parent becomes a reminder. Right. Okay. And, and so get closer. Right. And that also has a calming effect. And, mm -hmm. and again, that leads right into the next one, which right. is to give clues, other right. prompts, other <laughs> reminders that, hey, remember, we're not supposed to be doing that. Right. Remember, we have a rule here. We don't, we don't run with scissors. Mm -hmm. okay? You don't run with a toothbrush in your mouth. Or we have these things. So you can remind the child mm -hmm. you know, what the rules are and just give them that kind of cue that reorients them right. to, uh, to what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and again, we, the podcast last week, we talked about, um, we talked about prompts as a way to change behavior. And so this is just mm -hmm. a way to help change the child's behavior using mm -hmm. this, that same principle. Right. Right. Now, number five um, is a little, for me, it's a little trickier. It's offer alternatives. And, the simplest, of course, is if a child's doing something, you get some replacement, okay? You say, well, honey, let's go over here and do this. Right, you know, their right. siblings are fighting with each other, and so you offer an alternative. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it, it sometimes can be more than that. There are other ways to do that. That's the simplest way to do it is, is when your child is, I'm thinking of an example like, 
um, a child is picking up a sharp object, mm -hmm. okay? Right. And you, you want that to end immediately because the child might hurt right. herself, okay? So, so you can say to the child, remember, we don't, we don't do that. We don't use these sharp objects. Um, but um, here is something you can, right. here's a scissors that will do the same thing, okay? Right. You can use a knife or you can use a screwdriver. You can use this or you can use this. So be mindful of uh, when you're offering alternatives. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so if you want to get the kid off of a video game or you want to get them off of um, to uh, stop that's something even else, better. You, know, right. you can say, hey, we need to stop doing that. We need to, this is our alternative. This is right. what else we need mm -hmm. to be doing. Or, right. And you can even set those things up to begin with. And so before we even get started on video games, let's do something set else. Set the boundary early, yeah. right. And, and that's really a much better example because that is a chronic problem in many mm -hmm. homes is when you tell a child to stop playing a video game. Because if parents don't play video games, they don't realize how catastrophic it can be to stop a video game yeah. in the middle of the game, right. okay? That's, a, that's something we're gonna have to work on. We'll talk about it in, in other yeah. podcasts. But the kids are right, you know, they're, they're right they're, they're just about ready to complete the game and then it has to stop. Right. And that means they're going to have to go back in another time and start mm -hmm. all over again, right. cover the same territory. So, of course, they're going to be angry. So, we're going to have to learn how to negotiate right. these things. Right. Right? So, that would be a good, actually a good topic someday. That would be. Mm -hmm. now, the Number six. One is, instead of focusing just on the child, right. address the issue related to everyone. That's right. If you have a rule in your house, have a rule for everybody. Right. Okay. Um, what, one of the things that kids resent, especially kids in upper elementary and middle school, is that the rule kind of only applies to them. You know, mm -hmm. that, well, I'm the parent, I'm allowed to do that. Right. You know, whether it's cussing, you know, parents right. say, well, I'm an adult, or I'm allowed to do this, or I'm allowed to do that. Right. We're do to a certain extent, yes, a child must understand that there are certain adult privileges. Yeah. Um, adults can do things that children can't do. Mm -hmm. but. Um, but have the rule apply to everybody, and it's a much easier sell. Oh, absolutely. You know, the kids accept it if everybody has to do absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm. Your computer's making noises. And yes, it is. Um, so, and we see this too with diet. Parents will say, parents yeah. will be fine. I, I, well, I can eat junk food. I'm not the one that needs to, right. to, to worry mm -hmm. about junk food. Well, if you're eating junk food, your kid's going to want to eat junk food. And, it, you know, so you have to make it a rule for everyone. I've had parents say that. We had a program years ago. Uh, managing mm -hmm. kids' food intake. And the parents would say, well, I'm not gonna sacrifice that. Right. I don't have a weight problem. I'm not gonna sacrifice. No, it's much, much easier if the rule applies to everybody. Absolutely. Nobody in your house should be eating ice cream every night. Nobody right. in your house should be eating sugary snacks. So if you're going to put, if you're gonna have a rule for the kids, if they can't eat after dinner, mm -hmm. then, you know, if they have to finish their, you know, make sure the rule applies to everybody. Absolutely. Okay? Um, yeah, it has to be there. For everyone, mm -hmm. so. right? And number seven, of course, is empathy. Yeah, show that you get it. Show that you understand. Go back to the example of the video game. Yeah, the kid says, "No, mom, I just need five more minutes." Hey, I, I get it. I understand. I'll, okay, we'll give you five more minutes, and then we'll stop. You know, yeah. I understand your your needs. I understand your wishes. I mm -hmm. understand that you're engaged, totally engaged in this thing right now. And yeah, I can be flexible. Right. Okay. And, and, and an easy way to kind of pull some of these different ones together, because I, I know what a lot of you parents are thinking about with that example, which is a great example. Um, but I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I'll give them five minutes, but then at the end of five minutes, I'll go back and they'll say, oh, I just need five more minutes. Right. Um, or they started a new campaign or something like that. 
Um, an easy way to address that is it's five minutes. I know we all are very busy. We all have a lot to do, mm -hmm. but um, you can sit there for five minutes and say, right. you know what? I'll give you five minutes. Let's finish this last one. But you know what? Let me watch while you're right. playing. Mm -hmm. So you know when the campaign ends. You know right. when they're done with that round. And you can say, oh, great job. All right, right. so let's go ahead and turn it off. Right. There's your prompt. There's your um, proximity. There's your empathy. All of that stuff is connected there right. together to end the behavior, and it costs you five minutes. And the mistake that most of us make, which we talked about earlier, is you mix respect. You, right. you, you throw in respect. And it just gums everything all up. Yeah. It's not about respect. What right. what we want as parents is immediate responses. Okay. Right. We, we, we want immediate compliance. 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 And we say, time to stop your video game and bang, it should be over. And we want them to be, not only do we want them to do it immediately, <laughs> right. we want them to be happy about doing and, it. And we, we want them to be pleasant. Right. <laughs> respect. Oh, yes, ma'am. I will turn it off immediately. Of course, mother. I will be happy to. Right. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. And so be a little flexible, understand. But I love your idea of sit there yeah. while you watch the end of Just the watch. game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Right. Let me see what's so intriguing about yeah, this Yeah, what game. is this thing? You know, yeah. that, uh, that's what I would have to do because it, it, I'm... But kids love it when we're interested in their stuff anyways. They want us to be there. They would, yeah. they would prefer How us to be there. How many times has your kid asked you to watch them play? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, after a while of refusing to sit down and watch them play, they'll mm -hmm. stop asking. But oftentimes they will right. ask um, when they're first starting a new game or something. That's right. Ask and by play. sitting down with them for that last four or five or six minutes, imagine, imagine... Imagine the advantages you would get long term if a child, if you said five minutes and a child finished in three minutes mm -hmm. right. and stopped. Right. Can you imagine what that would do for your relationship? And, and also when, when you can say, yeah, I, I know how important that is because I saw how important that is right. and I can appreciate it. Right. And, um, but I can also say, you know, yeah, I know, but remember last time, this is what happened, and so we can change it this way, or we can adjust it right. that way. So mm -hmm. you're getting a lot of credit, um, street credit. You build up with, a lot of credit with yeah. your kid. And, and what, what is wonderful about this is if you do this when they're in elementary school mm -hmm. and middle school, then you don't have to worry about that 17, 16, or 17-year-old locking himself in a right. bedroom for eight or nine hours at a time. Mm -hmm. You've already laid all this groundwork. Right. You don't have to deal with it when they're 16 or 17. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And the last one is keep it positive. Yep. Okay. Which is put, what we've been talking about the whole time. Put everything in positive terms, right. you know. Uh, compliment, compliment your children as much as you can. Absolutely. Okay? Um, it's easy to be critical. I told a story a few weeks ago on one of these podcasts about my grandson mm -hmm. who had this little 10-minute snit, okay, mm -hmm. or 15-minute snit. And his parents were all concerned and they were embarrassed. I said, wait a minute. This five-year-old boy did everything he was asked to do for 23 hours and 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. He had a 15 minute yeah. snit, okay? What about the 23, yeah. 45? That, that also has to count. Yeah. And you remind parents of that. Most kids are behaving most of the time, right. okay? So don't get hung up on, and please, as Dr. Bernie said, don't, don't throw respect into this mix. Right. You know, this isn't about respect. Absolutely. You know, finishing a video game is not about parental respect. Absolutely. Okay, so don't mix those two. Absolutely not. So. Or, or gratitude. You had that's to bring that up. That's a different you? podcast also. So, all okay. right. So again, the, the link to the, the article is in the show notes. Um, mm -hmm. 
take a look at it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice article. So it is. Lots of it ideas. Is. Mm -hmm. so, all right. That is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.